Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWolfOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. My mic was muted. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 525. Jeez, I just said all of that twice. Um, yeah, hey, I hate it when my mic's muted. Anyhow, um, good evening, and uh, what's going on with you guys? Not too much happening here, but uh, I'm just looking at a whole pile of different things and uh, this, that, and everything else, and we're going to talk some football tonight. The season is getting close. Training camp is four weeks away. Oh, my God, that is so close. Anyhow, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Well, the draft's coming up. Yay. Uh, Charles has built us an agenda. It's quite nice. It's got a lot of things on. It's got nothing to do with the fucking draft. Um, (laughs) it's, It's not important. People think it is. It's really not important. Anyhow, uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to talk about some some uh, youth sports football and some NCAA football tonight, just because we can, because there's actually something interesting happening here, and we will get to that. Um, what else is going to go? I don't know. I don't know. Let's just open up the mics and talk to everybody and see what's going on. Uh, first up on the agenda here is Mr. McDonald from Calgary, how you doing, William? I am good. I am good. I'm... You're you're a Scotsman, right? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a Frenchman actually. So. Really? Okay. <laughs> the, the McDonald is pretty much a Scottish name, so I just thought yeah, you were there. I was, I was just wondering if, was, if was... uh, we're gonna. Uh, this is one of my rants. Are you are you offended by the clan as a nickname for the oh. SFU football team? You know what, Christopher? If you ask that question, you better you better be prepared to get kicked off the air, because I I will I will lose I will lose my shit on this. Okay, I will lose my shit because I am well. I am far from a woke human being. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, you know what I really dislike, and it, it, it's it's kind of um, sad in, in, in different aspects of the thing. Now, clan in Gaelic means family, okay? So it, it's not a bad word. It's not a bad term. It doesn't associate with anything else. But I hate it when a group takes over and monopolizes something that has been traditionally something else, and they make it bad. And and I'm going to use an, an example in here that's going to get me in a lot of fucking trouble. But we have lost three or four different things to the, um, and I don't even know how to call them this, to the, uh, we've lost a woman's name. 
We've lost a cigarette. We've lost a meteorolic meteorolic event. Meteorolic, that's a big word for me. And what else did we lose? Oh, oh, oh uh, a, 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 an emotion, okay, that we're not allowed to use these anymore, okay? We lost the woman's name, which is gay. We lost a cigarette called a fag. We lost an emotion called gay or pride, and we've lost the fucking rainbow. We can't use these things anymore because some group thought upon themselves to take this over and make it their own and make it unattractive to the general population. And it just pisses me off. Now we've lost the Klan because we've got the Ku Klux Klan down in the southern states who have taken over this thing because they thought that they could do this so that they could beat up on black folk, which isn't acceptable, but it, maybe it was back then, but it's never been acceptable. But now we can't call our football team at Simon Fraser University the Klan anymore. It just fucking bothers me that special interest groups take over and monopolize part of our existence and then we're not allowed to use it anymore fucking woke sorry um, will um, uh, you said okay, you were going to go on okay. a rant and i no, just did hold on hold on the the word i'm most offended with these days is woke okay i absolutely hate that fucking word and i think it's re- i think it's retarded and i'm not allowed to say that word either now the funniest thing that's happened to me in the last few weeks <laughs> The funniest thing that's happened to me in the last two weeks, we were sitting around last Saturday night with my stepson, his girlfriend, and my wife. We were playing cards. And we had a bowl right. of these of these black, chewy candy. Remember what we used to call those? Yep. Yeah, but we're not allowed to okay. say that. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no. So, so, so my, that's probably so my, a good thing. My, my, stepson, my stepson's girlfriend is an elementary school teacher and I'm sitting there and these this bowl of candy is next to me and she looks at me and she says can you please pass the black children and I cried okay I laughed so hard because it's funny I'm sorry she calls she calls them black children okay and I just I, I almost peed in my pants so anyways well, I, and, and I, there's those those nuts that you get at Christmas time that are called, used to be called something toes. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I I'm I think I'm I think I'm getting too old for this world. Okay, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna back out. It's that simple. It's that simple. Yeah. Actually, th- no. there was uh, there was somebody on TikTok that gave me a definition where woke was an acronym and uh it was brilliant and i don't i i haven't seen it since so uh, yeah, yeah, i don't know probably got taken down yeah. probably by the woke it probably probably offended somebody because everything else does these days so yeah whatever yeah you want to hear another ridiculous example this past weekend? I mean, it's not racial or anything, but over, of course, Saturday was yeah, come on. April Fool's Day. What? It was. Yes, it was. It was. Yep. So one of the schools out here in Abbotsford 
sent out actually on Friday night. So it was the night before April Fool's Day. But they sent out Friday night uh, a, a mass email to a bunch of people saying, your child is expected tomorrow in Saturday detention, blah, 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 blah. It was an obvious joke. And then, of course, the next morning, April Fool's Day, they knew it was a Most people knew it was a joke. And then these people, a few people yelling and screaming, oh, well, my child was so upset, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't do this. It should have said right at the top of the page, this is a prank, blah, 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 blah. You're getting offended over an April Fool's joke. Give me a break. It was a joke. Most if, people if, have common sense would have known it was a joke. If we at the beginning of it, if, if you said this is a prank at the top, then it's not a prank. No, it's not. It defeats the purpose. Yes, it does. It does. Okay? Did Let's anybody show up for detention on Saturday? That's the question I have. What yeah. actually got out of bed Saturday morning and went to detention? See, here's now that a, would be here's funny. A que- here's a question I have for you guys. The term detention. Do you think, do you think April is offended by fools? You know, maybe. Possibly. Now, now, I have a question for you. Do you know where April Fool's came from? Mm. No. You know, I think I've heard it before, but I don't remember. Rudy, do you know? William? No, no. I do not know. No idea. Okay. So in... 1564, or somewhere around that time, the king at the time of England, wherever, changed the calendar from the Roman calendar to the Gregorian calendar. And it it happened on April 1st, and that became now New Year's, the 1st of January, okay? There was a big fuck-up. There was a whole pile of days that went missing. But that became January 1st. So then when they come around again on April 1st, people were celebrating New Year's Day on April 1st, where it wasn't really April, January 1st anymore. It wasn't the New Year. It was past that. So April 1st is not the New Year. So they started celebrating this. So that's why everybody called them an April Fool is because they forgot what calendar they were on. So that's where it all came from, okay? And that's kind of hmm. – I, I kind of fucked up the story a little bit, but that, that's basic, the basic premise behind it. So you can Google April Fool's if you want, and, I, and hopefully that comes up with the same thing. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of unique. I mean, everything has its origin in something realistic, and uh, that's what it is. And, you know, it's just like uh, uh, Halloween, right? Do, do we know where Halloween came from? Because it's really called All Hallows' Eve. That was like Eve. a pagan thing. Or and it was the, All Hallows' Eve? N- yeah. No, it, it's not. It's a Christian holiday, and it is All Hallows' Eve is the night before All Saints' Day. And so you're supposed to dress up to ward off all the demons 
so the saints can have a safe day. Okay? So huh. that's what we're supposed to do. That's what the whole concept of All Hallows' Eve was. Okay? wasn't a pagan holiday at all. It was actually a Catholic holiday. So there. Anyhow. I'm just a fucking world of information and knowledge, all this trivial shit. Okay, let's talk some football, for God's sakes. Wasted enough time on this. Uh, anyhow, most of that was pretty creative. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still upset about the clan, but, you know, and I understand that, you know, that because they were NCAA and there were Americans of African descent that came up to SFU to play football and then when they went down into America to play football, they were asked what their nickname of the school was, and they said the Klan, and everybody was offended by it because when you know they know what the Klan is, something different. So if SFU just stayed in U Sports up here, you probably would not have had a problem with it. But I don't know. Let's just move on and talk some football. Uh, first up on the agenda. Oh. Look, Simon Fraser University has discontinued its football operations effective immediately. Okay, so let's talk about this. Did anybody read my posts today? I did. I read some of them, yep. Yeah, I did. Okay. So you understand everybody is – comes down on Simon Fraser, SFU, for being part of the NCAA. Uh, do you know why they became part of the NCAA? I'm sure you'll tell us. I thought it had to do with travel well, basically because they were traveling a lot more travel. than they wanted to. Go on. No, that's not what it is. U-Sports basically okay, kicked them out. Um, for all intents and purposes, U-Sports has a rule that you are only allowed to offer so many scholarships to students for sports. And SFU wanted to go beyond that because they had so much more sportings. Anyhow, and uh, U Sports basically said, no, you're not allowed to. You either, you know, reduce your, your scholarships to these students or you are not playing in U Sports. And uh, SFU said, bye. And uh, they went down into the NCAA Division Two, and they were in the Great Northern Northwest Conference or something for 15. Or actually, they were down there for a long time. Then they came back up and went joined U Sports again, and then they ended up in 2010. They went back down to the NCAA, and uh, they played, and, and all of their teams in the school all the varsity clubs, everything is all part of the NCAA Division II. So that includes, you know, volleyball, golf, water polo, swimming, diving, everything is all NCAA. Now, when SFU was part of the Great Northern Northwest Conference, uh, and they had a record of, what, 17 and 99, they were just absolutely god-awful. And uh, mm-hmm. they uh, they were I think they were kicked out of the conference. I'm not sure. I don't really really remember what happened. 
And so then they joined the Lone Star Conference, which was part of Texas, and they were down there. But um, Lone Star Conference did not invite them back this year because it cost their teams too much to travel up to SFU to play football. And also it was very difficult in crossing the border and everything else with passports and, and COVID shots and everything else. So they just basically were not invited back. So SFU, you would think right away, SFU would turn around and say, okay, well, we're going to now be part of U Sports again. Well, they can't be because U Sports created a rule that says that if any of your sporting clubs at the school is not part of U Sports, is part of another organization, then none of you can be. So U Sports won't let SFU football come up and be part of U Sports if Simon Fraser golf is still part of the NCAA or if the volleyball is still part of the NCAA. So as long as they have other teams that are still associated with the – and I, 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 almost, I remember what NCAA is. I forgot what it means. But anyhow, we'll just call it that, NCAA. National um, Collegiate – they National Collegiate of- Athletic Association. That's correct. Thank you. Um, that's why SFU cannot, the Klansmen cannot be part of U Sports. That's why the football team can no longer function, is they've got no place to play. And they canceled it right now so that the players would have the ability to transfer to other institutions so that they could play football in 2014 or 2024, sorry, Um, or 2023. I don't know, whatever it is. They, They did it now so that the players would have a chance to transfer. And, uh, cause I think, uh, U sports doesn't start till September, does it? No. Or is it through the summer as well? Uh, no, I believe you're right. I think it is. I don't know. I, I, I know nothing about it. I, I know nothing about it. Yeah, because they only play like 12 games or something. U Sports? So, uh, I think 10. And now. Yeah. What was that, Rudy? I think they played 10. 10 games, I think. Oh, okay. Playoffs. Yeah, something like that. It's not very, it's not very money, many. Now, everybody says, well, why does SFU – SFU was terrible. They were god-awful down in the NCAA. But they have put out some of the best Canadian football players in the last decade or more. I always have. I mean, Doug Brown was from there for one, one of them because he was, he's all pissy right now. Um, and anyhow, all the information that I shared to you tonight about youth sports uh, was actually, uh, I got it in a conversation with Jim Mullen, who is the president of Football Canada. So I'm not making this shit up, okay, guys? So if you have any problems, talk with Jim Mullen, president of uh, Football Canada. I was going to try to get him on the show tonight, but I forgot. Um, anyhow, um, yeah, so th- that, that's kind of why SFU. Now, there's people that are – U Sports is now – the organization is saying that SFU has not contacted them, uh, that they might have been willing to make an exception, and this – no, that's not what happened. They were told point blank, 
a while ago that SFU, as long as those te- other teams were not part of U Sports, that uh, the football team could not be. So they didn't even bother trying. Yes, they should have, but they didn't. They just canceled the uh, the program completely. Now, does is this a media ploy to try to put huge pressure on youth sports to make an exception or to change their rules or to do something? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, you know, we've seen dumber things happen. So uh, it, it's highly possible. And uh, at this point in time, the uh, Simon Fraser University Klansmen no longer have a football team. And I can't bring myself to calling them whatever the hell they are now. I just can't do it. It's the clan. They've always been the clan. They were in a clan when I was growing up. They were in a clan when I was at SFU. They're like the clan. Okay? I'm sorry. That's what they are. I, I, sorry, I don't even rules. remember what they're called. I can't believe it. Nobody cares. I honestly don't remember what they're called. Um, it's, actually, it's actually worse than the Elks. How does that sound? I, I think it is worse than the Elks. It is. It is. I think it's, it's like the red shirt to the red men or something. Or the Isn't feather like the red men or something. I, I, like that? I can't remember. It's ridiculous. I think it's the red leafs. There you go. Is it the red leafs or the red maple or something like that? I'm just trying I to figure know. this out here. I, I think it's the red leafs. But it, that's that's a dumb fucking name. That's dumber than the Elks. Once yeah. again. So. Once again. Yeah. Okay. William. I, what's not, your thoughts hear. on this whole thing? Uh, no, not talking about the name change now. We're gonna we've no, moved no, past no. that. You know what? Sort of. The, the, the I'll most, come back to it most, because I'm so pissed off. Uh, the most disappointing thing, the thing I'm disappointed about mostly, is the guys who have signed there at Simon Fraser to play football. And the guys are, who are in the middle of their careers playing for Simon Fraser, they're going to have to go somewhere else if they want to play football. I was uh, Yeah, and was your talking, starting quarterback is going to go where? Right. I was talking to my brother today, and he's got uh, – two kids that he's, that he's coached that are this year would be their third year at Simon Fraser and one kid who signed with Simon Fraser to play this year. And so those guys have to make different arrangements, obviously. And I don't yeah. know why. It, 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 it's I don't, very sad. And I don't know why they wouldn't let them play Canadian college football. Okay. It, it just, it makes no sense. It's like, because your other people are in that, those those other sports that are in the NCAA, they're not really fucking sports anyway. So don't even worry about it, okay? But let the football team play. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyways, just my thoughts. Go ahead. I'd like to see something. I'd like to see an announcement in the next seven days that has reversed this decision and something has something logical has happened. Uh, but I'm not holding my breath. I'm not. I, this this might be the nail in the coffin on this one, and it, it, this might just show the warts of youth sports and 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 how I don't know. I, I'm getting slammed on on some of my comments because I'm just 
I, I have no fucking use for Canadian college football. It's just, it, you know, what I was saying earlier was Simon Fraser's put out some of the most remarkable players, and and they 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 suck in NCAA. If they came up to U Sports, would they dominate? And if they did, that doesn't say much for this football in this north of this the border here, does it? I don't know. I'm just. Uh, well, no, and, and sorry. Beside myself on this one. one. The, that's, that's one of the reasons they're not going to be able to play just in case they dominate it, okay? Because then that would show a lot about youth sports in Canada, so. But whatever. Yeah. Well, wouldn't they, yeah, isn't there, were there all these American players too, though, right? They would, when they played the American Conference, they could use any, anybody they wanted. How would that work? Well, anybody that goes yeah, to university at Simon Fraser can can play yeah. on the football team, there, right? So yeah. the, the scholarships there, they offered were to Americans. I was going to say, is there a is there a Canadian ratio in Canadian college football? I don't think so. I think I, I think I, there's something. I don't know what it is, but I think there's is something. There? I, I I I don't know. I would hope not, but fuck. Okay. Wow. You see the quarterbacks are well. I mean, there are US, from the U.S. Really? There are yeah. a lot of Americans playing football at Simon Fraser. Okay, that's just a fact. Well, the only issue, the only issue I think yeah. with youth sports is, I mean, Canada West only has five teams. So why why wouldn't you want a, a six willing team that would at least you have six teams? I mean, it's dominated by Eastern teams. There's like whatever thirty Eastern teams. So I mean, why not have a sixth? Uh, team from the West, but I mean, they, they don't make the smartest decisions, these sports. I mean, this is the organization that took no. the, uh, they had, they, they had, they had a built-in 30,000, they had 30,000 fans for the last time they um, had the Vanity Cup with the, the, on the weekend with the Grey Cup, and they thought better of it and decided to go at it alone, and now they're getting like 3,000 fans in Atlantic Canada or Quebec. So, I mean. See the last part of this agenda. (laughs) Let's face it. No one really cares about youth sports. I mean, like Rudy said, you're you're drawing flies at their games. No one cares. I mean, it's. Uh, and, and we're the, not the assholes for that saying that. It's just a fact. In. No, it's, it, look oh. at their attendance numbers. It's one thing in the in the East where they draw like they draw well in the East, like in places like you know Laval draws well and stuff like that. But look at it, the West and BC. Look at Alberta. Even in so-called football hotbeds like Manitoba and Saskatchewan, they don't draw flies and haven't drawn flies. So, honestly, I don't understand this whole stupid thing where they don't let them in. Let them in, you sports. Let them play. Uh, and I'm talking solely because, like you said, uh, what about all those players that are in the middle of their football or have signed up there? Some of them maybe made plans to move from out of province and so on. And here's a fact that a lot of people probably didn't know. SFU has provided more players to the Canadian Football League than any other Canadian university. So we want to talk about ratios. We want to talk about uh, keeping Canadian players. 
Well, we're just now eliminating the, t- the, uh, the school that's provided more Canadian players to the CFL than any other team. So where does this make sense? I, I, I don't know. That's why I said. I, I, I almost think that uh, U Sports is afraid of them coming up. Mm-hmm. And here's an interesting thing. I don't know if you, anyone I else mean, saw this, but uh, Amar Doman, uh, the, the owner of the BC Lions, uh, put out a message that he is going to, do, quote, do whatever – we're going to see whatever we can do to try to get the season salvaged to continue the tradition. So Amar Doman is on the camp of trying to keep uh, SFU football going. So it's good to have him in their corner. But basically it will be up to the uh, – and there's also a petition going around. I don't know if you've seen that to sign to try and get uh, SFU into youth sports. I, 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 Which I like. I believe that that is what's going to happen or something like that. But it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'd like to see it happen. I'd be disappointed if it doesn't happen. Uh, it would, it's a very sad day for, for, I don't know, sports in BC, sports in Canada, football in general, if, if the clan are gone. I mean, they've just been a huge part of I uh, a lot of our lives. I mean, I, yeah, I'm from Vancouver. Yes, I was at SFU. Yes, I was going to play football for them. I went and played lacrosse instead. Uh, not the point, but, you know, it's just it's one of those things. You just, you're just one of those things. I don't want to see it go. I was actually shocked to hear it happen, but I, I wasn't surprised by it because I knew that they were having problems in the Lone Star Conference. That the, the the Americans down the Texans down there were were bitching and whining, and they absolutely got dominated down there too. It was not even close. I mean, when you have a hundred million dollar uh, high school stadium, <laughs> not just one. There's many of them in that state. Uh, football's a pa- uh, not a passion; it's a religion down there. So you know, it's how do how do you expect somebody from Canada to compete in that? You can't. Any anything else? Anybody want to say anything else on this? Well, I tend to I tend to wonder also if kids who sign at Simon Fraser do it because they're in the NCAA as opposed to you know, the CIS or whatever it's called now, U Sports. So I tend to wonder. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Probably more more eyes on you, right, NCAA, NCAA. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Let's uh, put it that way. No. Well, I mean, there's a lot of pros to it. First off, any any Canadian kid that really wants to play in the NFL, so you're learning to play four-down football early. Okay, and especially mm-hmm. in BC, because you played four down football in high school, then you go and play it in college, and then you go and you, you, you know you're that much closer to the NFL than you are anything else. Um, so, yeah, I think there are people that went to SFU because of that. 
it was probably one of the better schools to go to to play football in Canada if you wanted to move forward, if you couldn't actually get into another NCAA college in America. Right. You know, that this was kind of the, the – Right. Okay, that's kind of – you know, it, it's sad to say this and everything else, but uh, Canadian football – Canadian college football sucks. Uh, it's not good football. It's not well represented. It's not well financed. They don't have extremely good coaches. They don't have great player personnel. They don't have a lot of things. Now, I'm not dissing it in in the capacity. They're they're trying their best with what they have, and that's all that we you can just, do. But you just did. You just did diss it. Okay? I didn't diss them. I didn't. I was just being honest. Oh my God! Um, I, 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 I. You know what? I like the quality of football. I probably watched more of those. You games like the quality of football? Mo- yes, I. I probably watched more Canadian college games than most people, because I'm a football retard. But, but I. Well, it's a different yeah. kind of game, and I. I don't mind it. I mean, we have some stars in the CFL that played. Canadian college football, okay? So, right. I mean, the, the, I know they did. The, there just wasn't many the, of them. The, well, no, the Philpot, the Philpot twins played in Calgary, and they were great to watch. So, of course they were. And I think they'll be CFL stars. But I'll ask you. I'll ask you a question. How how many how many of the graduating class that the Philpots were in? Also got selected for the CFL. I don't know. And are they playing? I don't know. Really, we only know of two players that came out of that graduating class for the Dinos that made the CFL no, we, that we know of, right? I'm sure. I'm sure there's more. There, there, but. There, there were others. There were others that were drafted, but we know that the draft. Just because you're drafted doesn't mean you're going to play football in Canada. Right. Right, I mean, they each the team drafts nine players. How many get to play? They don't. Right. No, not necessarily. So, well, out of the graduating really. class that, of, of the Dinos, there were only two that were worth watching. Yeah, but yeah, but 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 but, but Ralph, how many how many graduating players from USC play in the NFL? There's probably two of them or three of them. So it's the same thing in the U.S. It's the one percent of a different uh, scale. It's the one. It's the one percent of the one percent who play professional football. Right. So it's and even many everywhere. of the players that get drafted never actually play. Correct. No. But, play, but that's their dream play, and their passion, play, and that's what they, they stick they, at it. Otherwise, they'd be they up here. They eventually play in the CFL. <laughs> maybe. So. Yeah, maybe. So, okay. Um, let's go back to the agenda and find out what else we can do here. I know it's – oh, I'm on the wrong chat. Lori's not going to give this to me. Okay. 
Lori didn't post the agenda. Charles did. Uh, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi has dismissed rumors that legendary NFL quarterback Tom Brady was part of a group interested in purchasing the Montreal Alouettes. No, Tom Brady is part of the group that Randy Ambrosi is petitioning to buy the schooners. He's just being very tight-lipped about it. So, you know, like, what an idiot. Okay, so who cares if he was part of a group that wanted the Alouettes? It didn't happen. Move on. It doesn't matter if he was part of the group. It's a slower news week. Yeah. I, yeah, I know, but I mean, yeah, and it's also it's just, a, like it's also seriously. A, it's also a three down nation article. Who fucking cares? Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. Well, I know, and, and I mean, they like, just. Tom Brady. It's what's that? It's embarrassing. Three Down Nation is the National Enquirer of the CFL. Okay, plain and simple. You know they want half the shit is made up. The other half is pathetic. It's all about clicks, so they're going to write crazy shit for a headline, and then people will click on it, and that's all they care about. They don't care about content or quality. They just want clicks, and that's what. No, that's no. That's what the the deal is these days. When they need to hire an editor that knows grammar. Sorry, the grammar Nazi's coming out on me in a minute. Okay, uh, yeah. So it, it really, Tom Brady. Who cares? We don't. So let's move on. Yeah. Uh, changes to the racial rules factor into. BC Lions' decision to sign veteran defensive end Sean Lemon. Another Three Down Nation article, because why is this relevant? Um, So he is now going to be the designated national player. Is that what's basically going to happen here, Charles? Did you read this? Yes, that's that's the gist of it. Each team is now allowed, what, one or three of these national players? I believe it starts at one and then grows to three over the term of the deal. Right. Okay. So it's one right now. So Sean Lemon is our designated yes. import. Didn't we used to have something called a designated import? I don't remember that. I don't remember what that was about. I'll have to look it up one day. Yeah. Okay. Dane Evans and Sean Lemon are both guys that necessarily think we'd end up with, but we're never going to turn down good football players. Okay, well, good for you, Rick Campbell. Okay, just another stupid three-down nation article. Hopefully we can get away from them. No, it looks like that's all you have. You just posted three-down nation articles. Well, that's the problem is there's only one article here that wasn't three-down. No, I think the last one is – Right now, one. to be honest, and doing it, it, this agenda, it, it, it's one of the it's one of the only places to find actual CFL news. I mean, the CFL.ca uh, articles are all a bunch of fluff pieces and opinion pieces from people who are well, who cares what they say. TSN this time of year, you're not going to hardly find any worthwhile CFL articles. 
I go to Google and look for it, and all no, that comes up are three Down Nation articles. What? It's all hockey. Yeah, exactly. So I okay. I get the articles where I can I, find I, them. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not faulting you, Charles. I'm not, and I, and I never will. Okay. I like to harass you about some of your spelling and grammar, but that's not <laughs> the point. Uh, that's fair because that's kind of fun. But but I'm not going to – whatever you put the agenda together, and I am greatly appreciative of you doing that, okay? The fact that it's nothing but Thank three down nation article to be more to talk about. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there like will actually be buy. other media. Do you, yeah. ever, uh, do you ever go through the uh, Rod Peterson articles? I you know, don't, his, and I probably should, thing and, they could probably find more stuff there. Yeah, and, yeah, and the other guy is that Monday morning quarterback thing that he does that. Who is that? Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Oh, what's that guy's yeah. name? I got to yeah. so, Peterson's gotten better since he – sorry. Um, Peterson's no, gotten it, better it, since no, he got Saskatchewan. 100% he has. 100%. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I liked him before. Him and I used to go back and forth quite quite a lot, and uh, we've had a lot of chit-chats over the years, and I, I, I shove him little tidbits every once in a while, and uh, he confirms a lot of r- rumors that I'm looking for. So yeah, we 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 correspond back and forth. Anyhow, um, Argos expect Canadian linebacker Jordan Williams to push to start over Grey Cup MVP Enoch Mwamba. Now Jordan Williams, this is the BC boy played for the Lions last year, didn't he? This was this middle linebacker that yes, was pretty exceptional, and we lost yep. him in free agency. Yeah, well, to the not exactly. They actually okay. traded him, but they, 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 he basically wanted to be traded to be closer. He's got business interests that are closer to Toronto than BC. Right, 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 right. right. I, I remember. It, it, that was a loss, but so be it. Um, I, I think he's going to put. I think he's going to take over for Enoch Mwamba, who's who looked to me looked a little bit on the slow side of things, even though he ended up Grey Cup MVP. He doesn't look like he's, either way he's lost a step or two. But either way, they'll have depth at that position, which is always good because if, if you have if you don't have depth at middle linebacker and your guy goes down, you're 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 hooped. So that'll be a, a strength for the for the Argos for sure. Hmm. I mean, is there any way that the Argos uh, could change one of them to an outside linebacker? <laughs> injuries, they probably well, could. Well, of course they could. Yeah. Well, if you remember, if you remember, we had we had Solly in the middle, and Adam was on the outside, and and then Solly right. left for NFL, and Adam went to the middle, and then Solly came yeah. back, and Adam went back to the outside again. So you know they they can go back and forth. It just depends on whether or not they right. like each other. And you can rest. Moamba, who's a veteran, right? And then you know he'll be fresh for the playoffs or whatnot. Yeah, but he's I mean, he's a he's a little he's a little arrogant though. Yeah. At least they have depth for an East team. 
at that position. Okay. Um, William, what do you got to say about this here? Do you think Enoch Mwamba, you're, you're a big Enoch fan. Um, he's, do you uh, think he's lost it a little bit? Yeah, he's old and fat just like Adam Big Hill. He's okay. getting a little... So, uh, I'm just saying he's old and fat like Big Hill, and uh, I think they're both on their way out. And uh, Big Hill, or sorry, Mwamba may not even make the team this year. You never know. Yeah. More importantly, more importantly, and I don't want to change the subject, but I'm going to anyways, because the agenda is meant to be. You know what we haven't talked about? It is. Because because you people missed that one week. The thing we haven't talked about that's very important for you and Charles. Are you going to guess? No, I'm going to guess it has something to do with the Lions if you're bringing that up. Yep. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We haven't discussed Solly making the Hall of Fame. That's true. That's right. Because we missed that week. That's a real big one. Is that a surprise? Is that a surprise? Like, that's kind of... Well, no. Yeah, no. It was a fucking given. It's... It's not a surprise, yeah. but I mean, you never know. Some guys, it, they they miss out <laughs> for a while, and he's a first ballot guy. So, you know, he's so the only I'm defenseman in the history of the CFL to win the MOP. Okay, so so don't say defenseman. That's a hockey term. Okay, say defensive well, we player. Defensive player. Defensive player, not defensive. Come on, Christopher, get with it. Anyways, but yes, you're right. He is. He is. So. So the 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 fact that he anybody would even think that he wasn't going in on the first ballot, uh, it, it doesn't doesn't understand the game. So, um, yes, we didn't talk about the uh, call to the hall for the players. And yes, Solly was one of them. And what can I say here that that would make sense? In my in my mind, he was the only one that that we was worth talking about. To be honest, okay. Well, honestly, remember as a man, I I can't can't remember who else. To be fair, I was honestly I was honestly surprised when I realized that Larry Crawford was not in the Hall of Fame already. He should have been in the Hall of Fame long ago. That is is my point. Sometimes they miss guys for whatever reason. Yep. Okay? Maybe it just doesn't. That's fair. Maybe Maybe they're on the cusp, but then every now and then he's just like he's the they're picking six guys and he's the seventh guy and it happens on a regular basis. And I was shocked Larry Crawford wasn't there either. So. Okay. So here's the class of 2023 going to the hall. Okay. You ready for this? It's uh, yeah. Sean Burke, uh, Montreal Alouettes. Uh, Great Cup winning, uh, yeah, yeah. 
John Bowman, another Alouette. Larry Crawford, big-time BC Lion. Solomon Aluminium, big-time BC Lion. Lloyd Fairbanks uh, from BYU. Uh, grew up in Raymond, Alberta. Uh, played for the Stampeders in uh, 1975 on. What are you sending me, Will? Do I go look at it right now or no? Well, yeah, I want to uh, see how good Jacques a fans. Dussault. I want to see how good a fans you and Charles are again. You recognize the two guys in the picture. Okay, Let's Jacques Dussault, uh, University of Ottawa, McGill University, Quebec City, French-speaking coach, uh, first French-speaking coach in the CFL history, following five seasons with the Concord slash Alouettes. Coach at Acadia University in Mount Allison. Uh, okay, Larry Smith. I'm surprised Larry Smith wasn't in the league, in the hall as earlier as well. There, Charles. I mean, this guy was a commissioner. Yeah, I mean, the guy. He, I don't like him, but uh, yeah, he probably. I'm surprised he wasn't in. I don't like him either, but that's not the point. I'm, I mean, he was the He was. He was the reason we had U.S. expansion. That. that Yep. Okay. Uh, anyhow, thank you for bringing that up, Will. Here's here's why I was I'm not overly excited about that, and it, it it's kind of a a, a pissy thing for me. Uh, when a long time player for your team, my team in particular is the Lions, and he's with you right. forever and ever and ever and ever. And the coach now deems that he is too old to play football anymore or to be competitive in football or he hasn't come back from his injury accordingly and he lets them go. And they go and sign with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I lose a lot of respect for them. Okay? Uh, G. Roy Simon was one. Um, Jason Claremont was another one who I still kind of like. And Solly was another one. He went off to the Riders. And that, it, it, to me, you've just you've tarnished yourself. To it, It's like, oh, my God, you got cooties. Um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it, and, and then what's even and worse I, is my – just let me finish for a sec, Will. Uh, what's even worse, in my opinion, is he's part of the union. Okay, and as a very pro-business, as a very strong capitalist, uh, I I can't stand fucking unions. And for him to be president of the union just rubs me the wrong way. Okay, so that's kind of my my take on it. So I, I'm happy for Solly. I wish him all the best. But you know, okay, I'm not jumping up and down about it. Will, go ahead you, with your thought. You know, I, I have no problem with guys going to other teams after a team says they're not good enough anymore or they can't play for them anymore. If the guy believes that they can they can play, then then he should go to another team. I mean, it's, it's, it's different with a guy like G. Roy Simon because I didn't like G. Roy Simon, but Sullivan, there's been lots of Calgary players – that have also gone to Saskatchewan. I think everybody goes to Saskatchewan at the end of their career. Okay? So, 
Just so they can get yeah. one more year in. That's why they're never any paycheck. good. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So, hey, whatever. Yeah, I don't understand how you think you're going to improve your team by taking on somebody that nobody else wanted. But Christopher, well, didn't say that nobody else wanted him. one team didn't want him, but they didn't say that nobody else wanted him. Look, look at it this way: Saskatchewan, they have a system, and they've only won four Grey Cups in 153 years, or whatever the hell it is. Let's not make comments on their system. Let's just applaud them for keeping the same system for all these years. Okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I think it's like a hundred and 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 thirteen or hundred something like yeah, that. Yeah, like ni- that. Ni- it, nineteen ten is when nineteen oh four, nineteen oh six or something. Right. So. Okay. So did you look at the picture? Come on. Skill testing question. Uh, yeah, I looked at the picture. <laughs> Who are those guys? <laughs> you don't want me to tell you. Who are those guys? Come on now. I'm looking here. You know who the middle guy is, okay? That's your brother. Yes, sir. Is the guy on the left is the guy on the right Corey Philpot? No, sir. No. no. Okay. Corey's not that don't, tall. Don't, don't say they all no. look alike, Christopher, because you'll be get kicked off the show, okay? Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure who those guys are. Oh, God. When you call yourself DC fans, holy shit. Okay. I, I'm not a fan of the players. I very rarely do I follow the players. I follow the management. When we see the more players, players, I got helmets on. Those are the Lacombo brothers. Okay, Lacombo brothers. That makes sense because they're from Abbotsford. Your brother lives in Abbotsford, so. Well, no, they have some kind of football. They have some kind of football clinic this weekend, so. And my brother was there, and he okay. met the both of the bone. And and what's his name was also this, there. This is a this is a recent picture. This is a yes, recent picture. This, this weekend, yes, sir. Oh, well, Rick's looking pretty good. He is. Uh, as of two weeks ago, he is one hundred percent cancer free. Um, but he also, you can't tell by what he's wearing, he's down to two hundred and twenty pounds. Okay. My brother has not been 220 pounds since he was 16 years old. So, anyways. But, no, it's because he was on a liquid diet for three months because he couldn't eat. So, but, yeah, he's uh, 100% healthy. He's he's back taking pictures and going to football clinics. So, and he also, you'll like this comment, he also met you and Charles' favorite ex-BC Lion. Um, What's his name? Oh, my God, I Forgot his name already. The quarterback. He likes to run. Travis Lule? You guys don't. No, the black quarterback. Print, printers. 
Printers. No. No. Casey Printers? Damon Allen. Damon Allen? No. Jonathan Damon Jennings? Allen. Jonathan Jennings? Hello, Damon Allen. He met he said, Damon Allen. And, I never consider him a BC Lion, okay? I do not consider him ever a BC Lion. Wait, my brother texted me and he said, quote, what an asshole. <laughs> I oh, don't need God. To say no else. kidding. Okay? I don't need to say anything I'm else. I'm sorry if people are listening are Damon Allen fans, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. No, that's what my brother the said. The guy's a fucking oh. asshole. Yeah, that's I what my brother said. I, I, yeah. I, I deny the fact that he was ever a BC Lion, okay? I, I've, I've, had some inter- I've had some interaction with him online, and he's an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you just say that we're horrid, Rudy? No, I said he had some horrible, said, he had some horrible seasons. Like, he had some seasons he just didn't play. Oh, he did. He was terrible. Like, got off. He just wasn't smart enough to retire when he should have. He played an extra ten years. Yeah, but he's, bad got 48, but, but he's got forty-eight Grey Cups, doesn't he? Come on. So. No, he doesn't. Because he was lucky to be he's on a, good teams. He's got a bunch. He's got a bunch. I know he does. The one, the one that he actually played well in is when he um, uh, when he replaced Dunnigan in '87. He, he he did rally the team against the Argos in that one, but yeah, lots of bad. So we had a good half of football then. That's about it. <laughs> good for him. Where else did he win? He won in. Um, he, won, he he won a great cup with the Lions. He's got he four great cups: eighty-seven, ninety-three, two thousand, and then two thousand and four. Two thousand and four was a gimme. Wasn't that Tracy Ham in ninety-three? No. With Edmonton or was it Allen? No, it was David Allen. Okay. That's the year Dunning and Blues. Yep. Yeah. 93 was it. And in 2000, the Lions won the, the Lions won the Grey Cup in 2000 because of the running game of Sean Millington and uh, Robert Drummond and their defense that was led by Carl yes. Kidd. Yeah. Yeah. They won in spite 100%. of David Allen. And then and 2004, Damon Allen won it in Toronto only because the BC Lions threw the fucking game. What happened? What, what, what was BC doing that year? That was seemed like the... They uh, were dominant. They were absolutely dominant. And they dominated the first half of the Grey Cup game. And they went into the... And they were running the ball. And they were running the ball. And they ran it down the Argos throat. And at halftime... They came back out, and they didn't run the fucking ball again. And that was also that time where they had that, that Irish kicker. What was his name? Um, kept, they kept having him pooch the kick because they were afraid, afraid of the, the Toronto return guy, but they ended up giving Toronto half a field all game. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, not O'Malley. Who's the kicker? Duncan O'Manny. Oh, Duncan O'Manny. Yeah, yeah. O'Manny, that was it. Yeah, and and he uh, and he kept pooching the kick, and it was it was ridiculous. Kept giving the the, the Argos half a field, and Argos? and and Wally, that know. that was the day. 
good friend of mine, uh, who I'm not going to name him on 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 the air right now, but uh, he lives in Abbotsford now. He's retired. He told me he was in the locker room. He played defense for the BC Lions, and he was so mad. The entire team was so mad after that game. They knew that Wally threw the game. They were throwing helmets around. They were pissed off. And two weeks after the uh, Grey Cup game, Wally went in for his quadruple bypass. But beside the point is the BC Lions had scheduled a charter flight to leave at 9 o'clock at night. The Grey Cup game ended at 6. There's no way in hell that if they had won the Grey Cup, that team would have been on that charter plane. They would have been celebrating and partying the entire night. So what moron would book a plane three hours after the game's over unless they knew they weren't going to be the winners? And that's the argument from the BC Lion players. They absolutely fucking know that that game was thrown. And that was the year after Damon Allen left BC. Somebody say something that's too quiet. Well, we're just listening just to you. Stats of that game. It was uh, Toronto got 17 points in the second quarter, so they were up 17-10 at half. Yeah, it was the, they. They I've threw the fucking. Thought, they just walked away from it. I've always thought it was bizarre that you have the reigning CFL MOP standing on the sidelines, and you don't play them when you're trailing and you, things were not going well, and you don't put them in, at least for a couple series. I just, it just boggled my mind. I still does to this day. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand how that you do that. It doesn't. This, nothing about that that year, that game made sense. Nothing. And Wally's a brilliant football man. Why he did what he did all the way through there had to have been calculated. There's no fucking way he was outcoached. By Pinball Clemens. So what? Yeah. You know the Argos have some. The the Argos get so every break. It's unbelievable. So why do you what think was that, Wally William? did that? Why do you think Wally did that, Christopher? If he did do it, I, I had no idea. It had something to do with um, Toronto needing the win, needing the Grey Cup, needing fans, needing something. I don't know whether the league paid them off. What happened? I have no idea what Braley. I mean, Wally didn't do it. He would not have done it on his own. That had to have come from above. That was a Braley decision. And why was it? I don't know. Mm. I I, I can't answer it. And 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 uh, my buddy, the the football guy, he has. He cannot tell me why they did it. He just is adamant, adamant that they did it. Hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about, Charles? I do, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm not going to say who it is, but I know who you yeah. 
I know exactly who you're no. talking about. Yeah. So anyhow, that's beside the point. And uh, totally off topic there. So let's uh, move on a little bit. Uh, speaking of uh, our dear friend Wally Buono, he is going to be uh, he's going to have a banner raised on the wall of fame. Where does he rank in all-time coaching? That's got to be a Charles question because you know what my answer to that is. And I, I think question, the league no. would kind of be the same. Well, Wally Buono is the CFL's all-time reigning number one coach. I mean, yes, we can go into an argument there. Uh, I, I think if, if you want to do a 1A and 1, 1B, it would be Wally and Don Matthews. Uh, both of those men were successful coaches at multiple uh, multiple cities. Wally, at least two. Gone in two or three. What were you saying there, Rudy? You're trying to put somebody else out there that's a better coach. No, I was I was going to say if he had uh, if he would have coached longer, Hoffnagel would have been right there. He did wonders in Yeah, Calgary possibly. Hundred percent, he did. But you know, it, it comes down to the same thing for me again. Is that uh, if you stay with one team the, your entire career, I respect that. But you also haven't proved that you're better by doing it in multiple different places. Well, but don't forget. Does that make Buono sense? was forced out of Cal. Yeah, but Buono was forced out of Calgary because the, the the owner, right? The American yeah, he was. not forced him out of Calgary. But, yeah, but and that got Calgary yeah. back a few years I, 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 until Hoffnagel got there. He probably would have stayed there, and and yeah. we would well, be having well, the conversation. Well, well, come on, guys. We got rid of Wally to make room for. Matt Donegan, Jesus, are you guys stupid or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, what the fuck yeah. was I thinking? And, he, and, he, and he, he got to play the owner's kid at quarterback. He had to. I think he, had no, he, he was forced to. I think, does Donegan get all the points for that? I don't think, I don't think he gets, I think he gets a bad rap. I don't think he's a great coach, but I think oh, that team was doomed went, no matter I, what. I have always thought <laughs> I have always thought he went in there with his hands tied behind his back. He was a horrible coach, and he was an even worse general manager, okay? But, but he did discover Dick Lewis, okay? So there you go. Yeah, but with that, what do you do? I mean, he had no chance. Somebody else discovered Dick Lewis and just threw him in his lap. Um, Come on. Don't make fun of Maddie. I, I totally and completely agree with you. Matt Dunnigan got a bad rap for being a coach and GM in Calgary because of the ownership and upper management of that franchise. But I honestly don't think the man has a high enough IQ to be in that position. That's fair. I agree. That's fair. And there's probably eight other CFL okay. teams who thought the same way. Okay, so 
I mean, you yeah. notice, come on. You notice he's never gotten another job since. That's correct. Well, he's making more, he's making more no. money at TSN. Anyways, but yeah, no, Wally's Wally's up there. I just wonder how come how long how long has Wally been retired now? Three, four uh, years. No, I, he was two thousand eighteen. I think it was. I think. 2018 oh, okay. was his last. year. So, 2018 was his last year. 2019 was when Clay, uh, what's his name, the 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 guy with the stupid Claybrook, hat, Devon Claybrook. Right. Yeah, he was the coach in 2019. I'm surprised right. it hasn't happened before. I'm surprised it hasn't happened before now. But in reality, how many Grey Cups did Wally win in BC? Two. One. Two. Three. Two. One, two, one, two. Thousand, two, 2006 and, and 2011. 2011. Yeah. yeah, and three in Calgary. Should have won more in Calgary. 2005. That might be one. It wasn't in. The Lions didn't win the Grey Cup in 2005. And Wally wasn't there in 2005. Yes, he was. Wally came to BC in 2003. Yes, he was. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember he came to BC, then immediately signed Dave Dickinson and got rid of Damon Allen, which I was thrilled yeah. about. Yes. Right. I was jumping up and down. We we actually had a party. Yeah. Okay. My bad. It was 2006. I thought they won the the year after they went lost to Toronto. No. I was at that no, game again. Fuck, that was a boring great cop. Cool. Montreal, yeah. BC, 2006. Yikes. Cool. Yeah, it was. I was glad that Dickinson to win that, though, because I thought Dickinson deserved to, uh, to start and win a great cup. He never, he never got that chance in Calgary. So it was good. It was cheering for him. He never got what chance in Calgary? No. Well, yeah, he did 99, but he was hurt in that game. Did he not have a broken collarbone in, in that in the Grey Cup game against no, Hamilton? No. Dave, Dave oh, Dickinson, Dickinson won the Grey. Dave Dickinson won the Grey Cup in Calgary. Trust me. No, as a he had the backup, not as a starter. No, as not a starter. No, he didn't. Was he ho- yes, he did. No, he didn't. When? When? Yes, he did. What year? I don't when? know. When? When? 98 was. But I 98 was Garcia. 98 was Garcia. 2001. Thank you. Crandell. Wow. Anyway. Who are you talking about here, Dave Dickinson? Yes. He won in 2001. No, he didn't. As a backup? No, he didn't. That was Marcus Marcus Crandell. That was Marcus Crandall. Oh, that's Crandall. Crandall. Fuck, what am I talking about? Yes. I don't know what you're talking what about. Ninety-eight. I don't know. Dickinson Jeff Garcia. The, they got to the Grey Cup in '99 and lost with Dickinson. And Dickinson started the because Garcia went to the NFL after '98, and then '99 Dickinson started the. He started played well that year, and he got hurt. He was hurt. He had a bad shoulder in the Grey Cup game. 
But Hamilton was going to win that game anyway. And they lost to Hamilton. They, they were, yeah. They came back in that game. And that was the last time. That's the last time Hamilton won the Grey Cup. Yeah. Yes. The game in '99. Joe Monford. Jed Joe Monford. He was he was he was a beast. And they're not going to win this year at home either. They're not even going to be in the Grey Cup at home this year. Yeah, East Division. You can't easy pass. No, 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 no. They don't have a quarterback. <laughs> We'll see. I think Bo's going to surprise you. Not at all. And they keep him healthy. (laughs) Okay, jumping back up into the agenda here. uh, Alouettes would be suitors if former all-star Brandon Dilstra comes back to the CFL. Well, duh. Three Down Nation article. Who? Really? (laughs) Did they write, like, eight other articles naming all the other teams as well? Or is this just the one for the Alouettes? I was going to say, I think pretty much every team would be a suitor for Brandon Zilstra, as opposed to one. Yeah, especially the, the, the Montreal Alouettes. I mean, seriously? Would he even want to go play on that train wreck? No. You, what do you mean? You get to go play with Cody Fajardo. Oh. <laughs> I think we need to send uh, um, Danny Machocha a bunch of big clown feet so he's going to walk on the sidelines with these big clown shoes on. Okay. Uh, moving along here. Ticats did the Ticat no Ticats did due diligence and were satisfied with the findings to sign what is that word Duke Williams I know what Duke Williams but what's that word mercurial is that really a word do I have to google this I'm just uh, uh, the word is mercurial. Subject to sudden and unprecedented changes of mood or mind. Oh, okay. Means it's bipolar. (laughs) Okay, my bad. (laughs) Why didn't they just say that? Duke Williams. Now, Duke Williams, isn't Duke Williams the cousin of, uh, what's his name? The no. Space Cadet receiver? No, 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 that was somebody no. else. You're thinking Deron who Carter, but that's not right. Yeah, who was Deron Carter's cousin that w- was played for the Alouettes? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember either, but I um, can't remember. You're sure, sure it's not Duke Williams? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm just. I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, no. Kenny Staff. No, it's not Kenny Stafford. Kenny. Yeah, it's Kenny Stafford. It is Kenny Stafford. Is it Kenny Stafford? I'm sure. Yeah, it's Kenny Stafford. That's who it is. That's right. Pretty sure. It is Kenny Stafford. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. It says uh, uh, a little over a week later, Cato once again got into a heated argument at practice with Carter, this time also involving Carter's cousin, fellow wide receiver Kenny Stafford, following their week 17 loss to the Stampeders. Kenny Stafford. It was somebody. I think it was an an argument. I think it was an argument over a fat white girl. Oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. (laughs) That bottom girl? Are we back to uh, Adam Lambert singing again? There we go. There we go. I mean, is he not the ultimate karaoke guy, Adam Lambert? Uh, well, or is he the guy on, on, on Journey? With, he was touring with Queen, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's just basically karaoke for Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Anyhow, is Duke Williams worth the headaches? Did the Tie Cats grab this guy and he's they got he's a total head case? Um, they fit right in with fucking Bo Levi. What's the problem? Those two guys are going to be buddies. Oh God. You don't have to win seven games to make the playoffs in the East. Seven or eight. I already I already bet I my buddy I already bet a buddy of mine uh who lives in Hamilton that uh Bo will not make six games. Well, I said Labor Day. How many games is that? I don't know. <laughs> Close, Nine. Close to That'd be pretty close, actually. Nine. Nine. Yeah, I, I said he won't make it to Labor Day. But will he get injured or will he get just get pulled because of poor play? No, I think he'll get injured. Does it matter? Well, just curious. Uh, it, it, it's 10 games. 10 games is Labor Day huh. for Hamilton. Actually, it's probably the 11th game is, is the Labor Day game. So Here's my prediction. He, he might get hurt early, like Harris. He'll come back week 17. We'll get in the playoffs and then to East so they could fluke off a win and they could be at... They could be hosting the home Grey Cup game. Very, very possible. The Owls and Ottawa aren't, so it's going to be Toronto or Hamilton. I can see it. That's 50% chance. 
They're going to coin flip to make the Grey Cup game. No, the two, two teams in the Not East that win. are going to make the playoffs are Toronto and, and Ottawa. Ooh. I don't think I don't think it'll be a crossover this year. I don't think Hamilton or I mean I don't think Saskatchewan or Edmonton win enough games or Calgary. Out of those three, I don't think Edmonton's going to win enough games. Edmonton's going to be above 500 football. Maybe nine. Edmonton will be above 500 football. Nine, ten games, something like that, and that is going to take out the third place Eastern team without question. Mm. I can see it. Yeah. I'm putting Saskatchewan at four wins. Maybe I, I think Calgary is a big question mark. I, I, I'm not doubting Calgary. I don't know where, what's happening there. I, I don't have a, a feel for Calgary. It's the first. Usually you have them pegged for first what? or second, but we this listen, year I don't know. We listened to Will. We listened to Will, <laughs> and Calgary's going to be in last place. Uh, I don't believe that. I think they're going to be a, a, a strong third in the Western Division this year. Yeah, like, I mean, Huff, Huff, Huff doesn't usually screw up, so I can't see him all of a sudden in 2023 just putting out a, a three- or four-win football team. Huff's gone, Christian. Yeah, Huff. <laughs> the, the team still has his fingerprints on, but he's, he you got to realize that Dickinson is the GM, right? Every quarterback in, or every quarterback and I, GM has down and years. And it, it seems, and it seems his specialty this year is high, hiring defensive linemen, okay? Because we got a schwack of them, okay? But but <laughs> that's nice, okay? And, 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 I, and, and I think he's going with a whole bunch of Canadian receivers this year, too. So we shall see. Well, Philpott's one of them. But on the other hand, but on the other hand, Calgary brings in 27 wide receivers from the U.S. during training camp, and they usually find two or three. Okay, and they don't spend three hundred thousand dollars a season on them. <laughs> no, no, they pay fifty-five thousand or sixty-two thousand a year. And those guys are really happy to play football. And for me, the big yeah. question this year—the big question this year—is Jake Mayer. And if Jake Mayer is not half the guy Bo was, they're going to be in fifth place. Trust me. I, to me, Calgary hasn't done a whole shitload of anything since Dickinson took over as coach. So they didn't do a shitload of anything since since Huffnagel took over as coach. Okay, they don't do those things. What's that? I know that they don't do those things. But they won't they break up. Any, they, no, no, but they haven't done anything since fucking uh, Huffnagel took over because he doesn't sign free agents. He doesn't do any of that stuff. He brings in other players from no, somewhere I'm else. No, I'm saying as a 
as a what? Success on the field. Okay. They've had lots the of Calgary Stampeders were a more dominant team when Huffnagel was the coach. They have, they have, they win back to back great cups in, in 17. They win three great cups in a row if Huffnagel's on the sidelines. Oh, I don't they believe win that. that. They win that Toronto. Yeah. I don't they win that, that Toronto Great Cup. Huffnagel, and they win that, they win that Ottawa Great Cup. on the sidelines. Huffnagel was always on the sidelines. You can't, you can't say Dickinson that. Was, Dickinson was the that. dummy that took out Bo Levi Mitchell and was it Messam and put in a Canadian Andrew Buckley yes, to run yes, some yes, stupid yes, draw play? Yes, I, I, I know that. <laughs> I understand that. Was it, wasn't, uh, didn't, didn't, didn't uh, some Winnipeg coach let all their players play drunk in 2001 and that's how they lost the Grey Cup? I don't believe that either. Just Charlie Roberts. Calgary, Just Charlie I Roberts. I think Calgary won the Grey Cup them, because Calgary down. won the Grey Cup. And I really think... Uh, no, but I mean... Hoffnagel's not taking Bolivar out of that game to run a, uh, some kind of ridiculous package of the Canadian quarterback. That's my thought. That's just my opinion. I think Hoffnagel's old school. Hand it off to Messam, fall over, clutch a great top goal. Kind of like Pete Carroll in Seattle. He got fancy and cost him a Super Bowl. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. Doesn't make a difference. We'll never know. So, we finished with Duke Williams? Yes. Did they pay him very well, much? No, no, we we didn't talk. We haven't really talked about Duke Williams at all. <laughs> no, we just talked about other quarterbacks or receivers. Yeah, I I think I think Duke I think Duke Williams is a cancer, and no team should have ever fucking signed that guy. I mean, he's notorious he's, for being an don't asshole. Don't hold anything back, Will. Well, he's notorious for being an asshole. Okay, he's a he's a low life piece yeah. of shit. I mean, let's face it, he was probably the best wait, receiver wait, Saskatchewan. They get run out of Saskatchewan. <laughs> I know he was probably the best receiver Saskatchewan had, and they didn't re-sign him. Okay, so what does that tell you? They ran him out of town. <laughs> if Saskatchewan don't want you, you're nothing. You you know you're in trouble when Saskatchewan fans don't like you when you play for their team, okay? You know you're fucked, okay? That's important. Yeah, I mean they like that other fuck that guy last year that broke fucking Mazzoli's Mar- leg, Marino. I mean they, they were yeah, defending Marino. him, yeah, oh, to the death, to the death. They, they, yeah. Everything was. What about Samo- What about Lawrence? Dickies. What about Lawrence? It was nonstop. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And Lawrence got suspended, and it's like. And Marino equaled, like, Lawrence's um, suspension and fines in, like, eight weeks. And Lawrence has been playing for, what, ten years? Like, you can't reason with them. Yes. It's, no. No, no, you cannot. And their new guy. It's it's funny, though. Michael. Yeah. It is. Okay, okay, okay. Now what are we going to talk about? Edmonton Elks are looking for a new face of the franchise in Eugene Lewis. Can he do that with their current quarterback? Well, 
as I said to Rudy today, Chris Jones has never really had a good quarterback, and he's been successful all over the place. Well, he did have Mike Riley. But um, you know what I mean? He, he, he does not put his emphasis on the offense. He just doesn't. He just builds this absolute gauntlet of a defense and, uh, and goes off and wins football games. I mean, the old adage is uh, defense wins championships, right? Offense just uh, tells you by how many points. So, I oh. Chris Jones is a defensive guru. So, Edmonton's going to have a strong defense this year. No doubt about that. Why is he paying $320,000 for a receiver when your quarterback can't throw the fucking ball? I'm not a fan of Taylor Cornelius. I'm not. But all he has to do is be mediocre passable, and the defense is going to do the rest for him over there. I think Edmonton's going to be not an outstanding team, but they're going to be solid. They're going to be a good 500 football team. 500 football in the West isn't very good. But it's going to definitely get you a crossover. Yeah. Be better than anything in the East, probably, or most of the teams in the East, anyways. Well, this year for sure. There's not a dominant team in the Eastern Division right now. There's nobody over there right now where I'm going to say, oh my God, they're fucking solid. That's how they. That's how they played, though. They, no. they know they're gonna. They're gonna have a a one game shot to win the Great Cup. One of those teams. And once in a while, it works out for them. They play one good game. Yeah. It happens. Once in a while. Seems to be Toronto. Did last year, Toronto was nothing. <laughs> Toronto was not that yeah. good a team. No. Oh well, look at 2017. Toronto was they not got good at the right time. They, yeah, well, that's what it is. Well, that's what did might, they, that's did the blueprint. Winnipeg need. just being too fucking arrogant. Winnipeg wasn't arrogant. They weren't Winnipeg. I don't know. It's almost you clinched. Oh, too shut early. up, Rudy. You, you play me. That's true. <laughs> look at Calgary. Same thing. We're living Calgary's life right now. In the, the when when Calgary's going to Grey Cup, and it was like. The regular season was kind of boring. Like, what's going to happen to us in the playoffs? That's the scary part. It's like 18 exhibition games. You know, if if Edmonton is using Eugene Lewis as the face of their franchise, he's a fucking receiver. <laughs> yeah. They're in trouble. They're in trouble. They're yeah. in trouble is, again. they got to get six. Again. got to get six. Come on. Uh, a receiver? A receiver? Hey, hey, hang on for a second. Okay. That, that is and an Edmonton Sun article. Okay? That's kind of like a Rod Peterson article. Yeah. Okay, this is... This so is, when you, when this, you is I, this is the only article that wasn't three-down nation, but it wasn't 
it's not coming from a more credible organization. Okay, just 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 saying. Yep. <sighs> oh. And I and I actually do dis I kinda disagree with you, Christopher. I think uh <laughs> Taylor Cornelius is gonna be a lot better this year. I think he's gonna be a CFL quarterback. Oh, I think so too. A good a good one too. I I, so. I, I have faith in him. I'm just the jury's out. He hasn't proved anything yet. Um, you know, but he, I'm not a fan of his. But we'll see what happens. And I, I think he's going to be better than last year. He has to be better than last year. He's got you know, more, more experience. More, he's going to have a training camp behind him. And he's going to be the designated starter. He's not injured. Uh, you know, all of those things are going in the right direction for him. What's the status of the Canadian guy? The Canadian guy who was on Edmonton got hurt because he was quite good too. What was his? I name? want to say yeah. Trey Smith, but it was Trey something, was it? Yeah, it was Trey, Trey Ford. Was a sh- yes, Trey Ford. Trey, Trey Ford, Ford, that was it. I, I'm assuming he's still with Edmonton. He's still so, there. Yeah, yeah. So they got a decent but backup he, he too, as far as what we saw. Yeah, he got hurt. Before Cornelius was a starter. Before Cornelius was a starter, so. Right. I mean, they went through three or four quarterbacks last year. Yeah. They did. They did, because Chris Jones doesn't spend any money on the offensive line. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't say anything here. No, you can't. I can't story. argue with that. No, it's a true story. <laughs> well, I honestly don't think he should be a general manager. He's a great coach, I don't think but should, he's not. A, I don't think he should. I don't think he should be a head coach. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, he's be, a head coach. I think he's he should be. A, I think he should be a defensive guru, and that's it. Sorry. He he was a head coach in Edmonton when they won the Great Cup. He built a team there. Yeah, he, he, has, he, he, he was part of that team. The team was there. That team was there for him. The team was there. Uh, but he took it to the Grey Cup. They were there. They were not Grey Cup capable before that. Yeah. The only reason why the, the only reason they won that year was because uh, Caleros got hurt in Hamilton. That Hamilton team in 2015 was going to be very good. They were like nine and zero, and then uh, but, uh, he blew his knee out. And then Caleros got hurt. Why? Because yeah. Kent Austin doesn't spend any money on an O line. Oh, it was it was a non-contact. He was he rolled out. I think he caught his foot in the turf or something. It was just one of those off the off the. Uh, and, but then it, after, it was a freak accident. Yes, year, but how many times did yeah. he get pounded into the turf that year? Yeah, well, not many that year. How many times? The year before he did. Yeah, not much. In two no. in two thousand fifteen, I don't think he got sacked very much. Hamilton was winning games. 
They were a team. Let's talk about a team that doesn't spend money on an offensive line. Let's talk about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers when Buck Pierce was the starter. Okay. No, that's every second Those are the worst traffic accidents I've ever seen in my life. No. Oh my, oh my God! God. It was Pierce. like he was Wait. constantly getting run over by a truck. Can you guys One call Buckner by his proper name? Hey, hey, his real name is Super Dave Osborne, <laughs> and he enjoyed hanging onto the ball oh long enough that created. He would hang onto the ball forever and try and make plays and get killed. Like it was, it was like watching car accidents every time. Like he. Just would hang on to the ball. We know. We saw the hit. He was able to block for him. Okay. There was there was like three a game was, getting killed. No, no. I mean, I'm surprised. Watch that guy get hit. No, I'm surprised Buck. I'm surprised Buck Pierce is the is the Winnipeg offensive coordinator. I'm surprised that he's not. Sitting in some room drooling out the side of his mouth constantly. Okay. I think they promised him a job. I think they promised him a. I think they promised him a job to keep from going back out there. Maybe. To save his life. Maybe. Those were the most hellacious hits I've ever seen. Poor guy. And somehow, yeah. and most of them he got up from, and I still don't know how. Yes. Because yes, he did. It was like he had been hit uh, by uh, a bus. He's like Dunnigan. Dunnigan yeah. is no, the same he, thing. He'd get up from right those big hits. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think I think he was talking. Dickinson was pretty good at that too. You know, Dick, Dick, Dickinson was pretty good at getting back up after his hits too. Yeah. Except for when he, he took, took that knee on the sideline when he was trying to tackle that guy. Quarterback should not tackle. Nope. You gotta gotta love Buck. He's my he's he's one of my favorite players. I mean, he was in BC. I loved him when he was playing for BC. He was in there with Dave. a lot of heart, but Jesus, not a lot upstairs. Not a lot upstairs. It's kind of like. I kind of associate Buck Pierce with a guy standing in the middle of the highway waiting for a tractor trailer to run him over, okay? Boom! Holy shit, that hurt. And then he gets up again. <laughs> well, let's try this again. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me more of Wiley E. Coyote, okay? Maybe a little better this time. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love Buck. Gotta love Buck. Uh, too much fun. And, and just for the record, coyotes are faster than than roadrunners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, just I don't want to ruin your entire childhood, but coyotes run faster than roadrunners do. Not in cartoons, though. Wiley E. Coyote had no excuse not to get that fucking bird. But roadrunners can outrun. Can outrun uh, boulders falling off of a cliff. Apparently, 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 the the roadrunner was smarter than the coyotes. So, anyways, 
All I know is the amount of money that the Acme company made off of him is unbelievable. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, were they like not the Amazon of the 70s? Oh, yep. Acme. Acme. (laughs) Oh, my good Lord. I'm trying to. You interrupted Go me. Ahead. Sorry. Queen's, Go ahead. Queen's University to host the Banyan. Shut up. Um, Queen's University. Wait, wait, wait. I'd like to protest. Okay. You huh? can't. You can't. You Where's can't the mute? say Queen. You can't say Queen's University. I'm offended by that, okay? Because it's discriminatory against all my LBGQT apostrophe squared friends, okay? So don't say Queen's University. Go ahead, Christopher. I'll shut up now. I probably can't say a female royal either, can I? Because we're not supposed to be specific on genders. That's correct. Did you see my post? I will no longer be saying he or she. I'm just going to say it because that's yep. all they're worth. Just yeah, it. Yeah, well. Okay. That's, that's my new pronoun, it. It's University to host Fanier Cup in 2023 and 2024. Are they still missing the opportunity of not having it in the Grey Cup City? This is the dumbest thing that I have ever... The Fanier Cup had never had as high a, an attendance as it did when it was on the Saturday before the Grey Cup. Fanier yep. Cup Saturday, Grey Cup Sunday, same city, two-for-one ticket. You buy a Grey Cup ticket, you get a Vanier Cup ticket. They fill the stadium. Mm. It's a brilliant idea. Why are we not doing it? Oh, because not all Grey Cup cities have, all CFL cities have universities. And not all universities have CFL cities, CFL Mm. teams. So there are teams that, there are youth sports teams that will never host the Grey Cup or Vanier Cup because they don't have a CFL team. So? Personally, I think the CFL, the Grey Cup should every year be in BC Place. Takes the weather factor out. As I'm getting older. Yeah, I think it should just be in, as I'm it should older, just be in BC every you. year. Having sat through cold gray cups in Edmonton and Hamilton, I'm not adverse to that. Yeah. Yeah, but Charles. BC in Vancouver every year. Those weren't cold gray cups, Charles. Those weren't cold gray cups. They were to me. They weren't cold, Charles. (sighs) 91 was cold. Yeah. That's fair. 
I remember a western a western semifinal in Winnipeg when it snowed the night before and they took a front end loader to clean the field and the guy who ran the front end loader dug half the field up. Ripped up the turf. Okay. Yes, yeah. and I was, was that, at that no. game. Oh, I don't even think that he would have existed yet. I don't think he would have existed oh, yet, right. uh, Rudy. It was probably okay. so that's... 77, 78. Oh, okay. I think it was against it was against Calgary, and I wore a fucking snowmobile suit because it was minus it was minus thirty. We took our we I went our to oh, I went to the we brought our car scrapers yeah. in to scrape the ice off the fucking seats. Okay. It was brutal. So, I know the one year uh, in the game. 80s that uh, there was an ice storm and they had 15-yard end zones because they couldn't get all the snow off the end zones. So they had like 15-yard end zones. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to the Vanier Cup stuff. I just don't. I don't. I, what was the exact reasoning? Is that oh, that was the only reason because not all, not every state all city had a a college team, and is that what they're trying to say? You see no reasoning for taking. No, it's the other way around. Oh, okay. It's it's it, it it's like the youth sports. Like let's. Use that. What what what's the team in in Quebec City? Is that that's not Laval? Laval. Yeah, it is Laval. Laval's in Quebec, right? Laval would never yeah. host the Grey Cup or the Vanier Cup because Quebec City does not have a CFL team, and they took exception to that. You know what? I think it is absolutely ludicrous that the Vanier Cup is not played the day before the Grey Cup. Because you'd get minimum 10,000 fans. But you get 20. And, In the same city. And you get, oh, you get 20 yeah, to 30. Yeah. And, and lots of exposure for, the, for uh, youth sports. It's a no-brainer. I don't know why they don't insist on it. It's insane. Well, I, I told you why. Yeah, well. So. Maybe that's the first thing Randy Ambrosi should fucking fix. So, so Randy Ambrosi, the first thing you should fix is his hair, but that's beside the point. Um, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's just, it's a no-brainer, as Will says. Why don't they do it? You know, I just, it doesn't make sense. They don't do it because they have no brains. No brainer, get it? Well, yeah, I understand why they do it, and it makes sense. But you would think, you would think just, I'm going to throw something out there, that every second year they would follow the Grey Cup, okay, and go put it in one of the cities where 
does have a university. Okay? Do you know what I mean? So one year it can go to a non-CFL city. The next year it's in a CFL city. So every second year you're following the Grey Cup. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Indeed, it does appear to be the end for, for Sunset County, but it's just absurd. I don't know. What a run out this is. All the other I don't know. Yeah. It is. Okay, so the agenda is now finished. we got 10 minutes left in the show. What do you guys want to talk about? Hmm. Well, we did the, uh, well, we talked about the Hall of Fame, so. Um, hmm, let's see here. So there are possibly worlds where you do run stuff and just say, is he really doing this for the Hamburg Space School? But uh, only 97,000 back. Gertie, you pick a subject. Go find a subject somewhere. You're online. Go find something. Uh, Power rankings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about the power rankings. Thanks. Charles, that was a great one. It just came across here. Looking about, okay. Any comparison to the USFL, CFL? Those leagues are starting to fail or starting. Any comments on that? Looks well, like the, the WWE. Nobody watched the act. But I think the XFL is going to go one more year, are they not? I think they're planning on a second so. year. Yeah. We'll see if that makes a difference. But yeah. I'm, I don't get it. Why is the phone ringing? Oh. Hello. Hello. Did we lose you? Hello? 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 Oh, there you are. Yeah, you're there now. Yeah, we see hello? you. Hello? 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 Uh, the blog talk bitch kicked me out. I'm just sitting here going, okay, let's go talk to Power Rankings, and boom, we're gone. Okay. Maybe blog talk didn't want to hear about the Power Rankings. Who knows? <laughs> Well, that's too bad. I'm putting on the power rankings. Okay, CFL News came out with the power rankings. Now, I don't really know who these are. Is this from CFL.ca? I don't know where it came from. It was just posted on CFL News. I think it is because it okay. says yeah, it was CFL, posted. so it must be from CFL. At the bottom there, yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking too. Okay, so power rankings as of April 4, 2023, pre-draft, like it makes a difference. But after free agency, we know our we know our coaching staff, we know our starting quarterbacks, we know basically our starting lineup straight across the board for each team. Uh, the draft isn't really going to make that big a difference. In first place, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Anybody arguing that one? I, uh, no, I don't because. 
Really, I think uh, they've been the best team. Even though they didn't win last year, I still think they were the best team. And until someone shows that they're clear-cut a better team, I think I, I would leave them at top. I, I think they're getting older straight across the board. Uh, they're not going to be as dominant a team as what they were two years ago. They weren't that dominant last year. Um, so I still think they're clear-cut number one. I'm, I'm not arguing this ranking. They are still the number one team in this league. William, I'm not even going to ask Rudy because he's just like, he'll step on his tongue. No, yeah, William? I think beginning of the year they are number one, yes. Yeah, sure. it's it until until somebody else does something different or until they fall on their face, they're the number one team at this point in time. That's sure. my opinion. I think that was what Charles said. That's what Will just said. Rudy, did you want to add something intelligent or no? Okay, <laughs> I was going to say there's always something to be said that the champions the champions are first until they get beat. I've never said that. I do. I, I just. Oh, I've that. never said that. I just think not, I, not even I close. I believe that too. As long as the champions are in the West, you can never pick an East team as number one. Fuck that. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> the the day nice. after Grey Cup, I wouldn't have ranked Toronto as in first place. I would have ranked so, them third. I'm probably. sorry. Like BC, BC, and yeah, Calgary. So, so no. Okay, in number two, in second place. They, we have the BC Lions. I'm going to be quiet here for a moment. Is there anybody has an issue with this? I do. I do. No, because I think their defense is still really good. And uh, okay, you do. You go ahead. Um, Hamilton. Oh, fuck off. I'm serious. Hamilton. Hamilton. You're serious. You're putting Hamilton in second place? Absolutely. Oh, my good Lord. Look at, look at what they've added to their fucking defense this offseason. They're going to be scary good. They're going to be scary good. I don't even think the Ticats are going to make the playoffs. <laughs> The only reason you're not going to make the playoffs I think they're going to be good. No, they're going to be good. Trust me. But that's that's why they have the power rankings and we can pick them. I just picked Hamilton. So you said anybody disagree with that? Okay, yeah, no, no. Disagree with that. Yeah, no, Will's taking Hamilton in there. That's fine. I, I, I have no problems with you saying that there's a team that is better. I have a problem with people who say that that team is not good enough to be there. There's a difference. Okay. Charles, you're, you're placing them in second. Rudy, are you good with that, or are you uh, having I, a, a, an issue with it? No, I think BC, BC's, that's fair. No one else has actually stepped up and done anything the equal BC. I think BC is good there. Okay. Uh, he's got Calgary in third place. I'm not having an issue with that. 
I think Calgary. I don't think step back. I don't put them in. I don't. Okay, last year they finished with 12 wins, tied with BC. The only reason why BC got home field advantage was because they won the season series. Do I think the Calgary Stampeders are going to win 12 games this year? No. Do I think that they're going to win more games than any other East, uh, Western team besides BC and the Bombers? Yes. I think BC, Calgary is going to be third place in the West. I don't think there's an, an Eastern team that's going to be as good as them. Will believes the Stampede, or the, the tie Cats are going to be better. So I'm okay with that, but I'm, that, that puts the Stamps in fourth. Hold it. Will, if you're putting Hamilton in second, who you got in third? D.C. Okay. Okay. Uh, Charles, who you got in third then? I would put Hamilton in third. Me, me okay. too. Rudy, Rudy, I like that too. Okay. I think Hamilton's three. Okay. So then, Rudy and Charles, are you putting the stamps in fourth? Or are you putting yeah, the Argos yeah, there? I think I'd put no, I'll put the stamps in fourth. Yeah. Just because the, the quarterback situation in Toronto is not is not stable. Okay. Chad Kelly. Uh, and William, do you, do you have the stamps in fourth? Nope. No. Okay. Who do you have in fourth nope. place? Saskatchewan. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck off. You know, guys, we got less than a minute left. Yeah. Oh, do we? I'm sorry. Oh, I got to finish this up real quick. Goodbye. Let's – this – shut up. This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 525. Uh, this is your host, Christopher Jones. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Uh, 20 seconds left. Charles, say good night. Good night. Uh, Charles, go. Next week. Rudy. I just did. Good night. Good night. See you next week. William, close it off. Five seconds. Good night, everybody. Go Schooners.